Welcome to the Electrician Success Podcast. I'm Greg Allen, and this is your daily performance boost. If you want to become a member at the Electrician Success Academy, we have a 10% off lifetime membership if you sign up using the podcast token code. So that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all in capital letters, at checkout. Okay, let's get into this one. It's going to be a good one. So I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Rowan, thanks for coming on to the Electrician Success Podcast. Really excited to have you here. Thanks, mate. Good to see you. I love the background in this video. Got Rowan sitting in his van. Yeah, yeah. I've been caught in the rain this morning, so I'm hiding in my van with a laptop so I can speak to you. <laughs> Tell me about your morning. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, yeah, a really good customer of ours called us uh, last minute and said, we need a generator moving right now and not just one that you'd put in the back of your van. So uh, yeah. we had to quickly organize a crane truck and get out in the rain and get this thing shifted and well, it just finished up now, so I'm a bit soggy, and I'm really enjoying sitting in my van with a heater on and having a bit of a chat to you, so that's quite nice. So. Cool. <laughs> and where are you based? Uh, based in uh, Melbourne, in Victoria, inner Melbourne, yeah. Yep. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you today because you're able to run a really professional company with only four people in your business, is that correct? Yeah, there's only four of us, and uh, we definitely are, or I'm definitely keen to make sure that even though we're a small company, uh, what we're giving our customers is top notch. And um, yeah, the service, the service we provide is, you know, much, maybe much bigger than you'd expect from a, from a small operator. Yeah. You don't have, you don't have to be, you know, I'm trying to sort of, what I'm hoping is that people will appreciate the effort and that uh, maybe if all electricians that are doing this smaller operating are all lifting their game a bit, then generally our industry gets a better rap with the general public yeah and uh people start taking us more seriously um, yep. and people that perception of our oh, tradesmen they're rubbish they never turn up they leave a mess they don't call us back they do all this stuff blah blah, blah. you know generally if we can, if we can eradicate those those sort of urban myths or they're not actually urban myths they're urban truths at the moment yeah but if we can eradicate those and people take us more seriously it's just going to be so much better for us. I mean, uh, walking into someone's house knowing that your trade is respected and trusted, that's, that's going to be much better than walking into a place where you're already a bit behind the eight ball because the customer doesn't really trust you because they suspect you're probably going to try and rip them off yeah. and you're going to make a mess and they've got to keep an eye on you. You know, like it's We're always a little bit behind the eight ball when we initially make contact with people. So... If we can lift the game and all electricians lift their game, then the whole trade becomes more respected and we start ahead of the eight ball, you know, with people knowing that they're going to get a great service and that this is going to be a painless and fantastic thing. Yeah, awesome. And what, what, mm. do you, what are you, your points of difference to your customers? How do you stand out when, like what I'm really excited about is just yeah. showing people that you don't need to be a big company to be mm -hmm. successful in the electrical industry. And I'd yeah, love right. to hear what what you, your customers expect from you or do they expect the same thing as, as they would from a big company and how do you deliver those expectations as well or exceed those yeah. ex expectations? Um, well, we're just aiming, ultimately I think what we do is put, make sure the customer is the priority and, um, and make sure that everything we're doing is driven towards making sure they are happy with what happens. Uh, 
Uh, there's a lots of little things you could go into. Uh, obviously, communication with your customer is absolutely critical. Um, and there's lots of apps and things that can help that as well, which maybe we'll talk about a bit in a minute. Yeah. Um, so communicating with customers is 100% yep. so important thing to do. If things aren't going right, making sure they know about it. If things are going well, you know, that's great. Uh, making sure as well that you're you're getting the feedback from them so that you know what you're doing is right. Yeah. Uh, so if you've got some sort of system, again, another thing we can talk about later, if you've got a system set up where uh, feedback is coming back from your customers, you know that you're doing the right thing and you can improve on the things that they're loving. And also, you know, if you do get some bad feedback, you can uh, make sure you, you act on that as well. And as a matter of fact, I would say uh, even later today, for instance, I'm going to a customer who has been a solid gold customer, strong referrer, and I really like her. She's a lovely person. Um, and one of our automated systems for collecting money, I dropped the ball, I missed something, and she got, um, you know, she got chased for some money that she didn't really need to get chased for. Um, so it didn't go right, and I'm going to look at what happened about that later on today. But today, after when I've finished talking to you and I've finished this job, I'm going to the florist. I'm going to buy a lovely big bunch of flowers. And I'm going around her house, and I'm going to make, you know, give them to her personally and do a little bit of work for her, and just uh, reconnect with her and um, and try and re, you know, patch up that relationship. Because I think when people, uh, it's all great when things are going well, but when people know you really are good, is when something goes wrong. And how you react to that going wrong, and uh, and how you can recover it, and you know, hopefully, I mean, I've heard people tell me that if you save a customer, they're they're even more, you know, more loyal than they uh, than they were before you did something wrong. So, oh wow, I yeah, love so, I love the flowers uh, idea. Yeah, I've... just just what would I was thinking? You know, like how am I going to make this better? I felt terrible about it because you know I was like, oh, she hasn't been treated well, and. It's not. It's not good enough. It's not how we roll at first call. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just thought, what can I do to make it better? You know, and I thought, oh, I'll go. The, I'll go to the florist, get her a nice bunch of flowers, and really show that I genuinely am sorry that something went wrong. You know. Yep. We yeah. actually had we had someone call up once where same thing. It was an accounts issue. They yeah. called up. They were so angry, and they, they got me on the phone, and I was talking to them, and I said, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me what's happened? They explained it to me. I was like, this shouldn't have happened to you. I'm so sorry this has happened. She said, I yeah. don't care. I'm never using you guys again. You're the worst company ever. I can't believe yeah. the service I've got from you. Ah. And I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But I was, I was like, I just want you to know how sorry I am. And I totally understand if you never want to use us again. I'm so sorry. And yeah. Hung up the phone, straight on the internet shopping for <laughs> flowers and delivered it to yeah, the house. Yeah. And the, the yeah. letter, the written letter I got back, so elderly lady, was wrote amazing. Back. Wrote back, yeah. And I've still yeah. got that um, letter back. And it's, it's definitely feels good when you've, you've turned something around from yeah. when they hate, <laughs> they're absolutely yeah. hating on you to yeah, yeah. thank you so much. We're so grateful. We'll, yeah, we'll be using you again. And it is inevitable that something will go wrong at some point. Like yeah. no one is 100% awesome the whole time. Yep. You know, and the more people you've got in your organization, the higher factor for something not to be quite as awesome as you'd like it gets, which is kind of one of the bonuses about running a smaller operation is because you really are very in touch with everyone within it. Yeah. You know, you see the guys regularly, you talk every day, you've got your feedback set up, you can see what's coming in. You know, it's it's very it's quite manageable. It's one of the things that actually makes sometimes a smaller organization more easy to organize on that being professional and making sure everyone's on message yeah. and got the same sort of ethic, you know? Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, so I think, yeah, that's quite important. 
Awesome. Well, I'd like to dive into like the attributing factors that you would say, which enables you to be able to achieve the level of success that you have in your organization. Um, yes. And also, which gives you the lifestyle that you live as well, which you, you love to live. So can, yeah. you, can you tell me what those things could be that people could... Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think the, the three things that are quite important is, um, well, the first off is making sure that you they have the right people in your team. So, um, yeah, hiring the right guys. And um, I've mentioned this to you before, but uh, in our industry, we're really customer-facing and we're in people's homes. So what's really key, number one, top of the pile thing, is that they are nice people. Yeah. And, uh, they're personable and they're approachable and they're well-presented above being a good electrician. Yeah. Because people judge a book by a cover and people have already made up their minds by the time you're knocking on their front door really about how the experience is going to go. Yeah. Or or once they've opened the front door, they have a look at you, you're well presented, you've turned up on time, right, great. They don't actually really care if you're going to be a good electrician. That's pretty low on the list of things that they're worried about, you know, at this point. So I think, yeah, making sure you hire the right people that suit the work you're doing. You know, if you're not a customer-facing business and you're always in an industrial situation, it's not such a worry, you know. You still want your people to communicate effectively for you, yeah. But it's not as critical as like something, you know, being a domestic company and facing the general like, public all the time. Or your customer all the time, yeah. Yeah. Person yeah, exactly. Own, yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, and uh, another thing that really helps us is using. Uh, so, I mean, there's so much technology about now that it really does make running a small business much easier. Yeah. Um, I would say. Two or three years ago, we had a, someone in the office two or three days a week, and um, we went through a bit of a horrible patch with some work, and we had to let her go. And since then, um, we have in, we've got a job management system which is actually Arrowflow we use. Yeah. Um, we've got zero, so there's that whole cloud accounting thing, and that ties in with the Arrowflow, so the invoices are going straight across. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Bpoint on our mobile phones, which is a ComBank app. So instead of having to carry a credit card machine with you, you can just punch the numbers into the phone, which also saves you merchant fees, uh, which is good call. Awesome. So you can get the money straight away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also I've got some add-ons onto Araflow that are actually uh, automatically contacting my clients after we've done work for feedback. So we're getting that feedback loop of how it's all going. Yeah. And all yeah. those things together have pretty much eradicated the need for the woman in the office or the per- not, not a, woman, a person in the office. You know, yep. It could be a guy or a woman. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, I think that's a huge boon to a small business like like us nowadays. It's, there's just so much of it about and it's always something new coming out. And yep. the, another good thing about these systems is because they're all cloud-based, they're continually updating. You know, it's not like the old days when you had to go and get the new CD the from new the shop. Yeah. In. You know, like you don't have to do that anymore. Arrowflow are always sending me messages. Oh, this month we're adding this. Oh, this month we're adding that. Oh, and we're doing this. And you can ring them and they're really, uh, really supportive. So you've got a problem or you want to do something different or you want to run a different kind of report, then you, you can do that easily. And that is uh, another thing as well that uh, maybe some business, smaller businesses don't worry about. But um, doing some reporting, which is very simple with all these systems, really enables you to see where you're at, where you're going where your target market is it's it's incredible actually the stuff you can do like at a very low cost as well yeah. like it's just not expensive it's yeah. really not expensive compare, 
compared to having to have sort of body sitting in the office working for you, you know? So yeah. Yeah. That's like really cool. Lots of different um, business management system. If you want to keyword yeah. that into Google, like look into what's going to be most suitable for you. And that just that, like what you just said alone, just there using software just increases your efficiency across the board. Oh, so much. Yeah. And using the reporting, another thing I would say is really important as well. The third thing would be uh, getting support from associations and uh, mentors. So, for instance, I'm a member of Master Electricians Australia, um, and I can use their technical line, and so can the guys who work for me. So yeah. that, that instantly frees me up from the phone call of, oh, hey, Rowan, how do you do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, don't ring me. Ring Master Electricians Technical Line. Ask them. I'm busy doing my thing. You can oh, ask them, you know. That is such a good tip. So like yeah, the fun? amount of time that your electricians would call management, so if you're yeah. a company out there and you've started... When you're a small company, it's me, yeah. <laughs> that is the yeah. management, you know, and I'm a busy person, so that instantly takes a bit of workload off me. How much, so that, how much uh, workload? Well, every time you get on the phone to the guy, it's 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, yeah. isn't it? And say you got a call every day, you add that up over a week, well, there you go, there's over an hour straight away. So, yeah, awesome. Brilliant. Saves and also they have things like HR, you know, help you with your human resources. So if you're struggling with the guys or you need to organise some stuff, yep. you're not a huge company. So who do, who would you normally ask for that? You got you got no one really. Yep. If you belong to an association like Master Electricians, you can ring them up and say, hey, you know, I've got a problem with a guy. It's not working out. What are my legal obligations? What do I have to do? Yep. You know, and I've called them as well, and that's that's just really helpful. Yeah. And uh, and another fantastic thing about being part of an association is meeting other electricians like I know you yeah um, because uh, as we've discussed before you know you come home from a long day at work you really like to download to your missus or your partner or whoever's at home and they don't want to know about your boring electrical work thing you know they don't want to talk to you about it at all yeah yeah so, uh, <laughs> you know, just knowing other, knowing other electricians in your area and even across the whole of Australia which I do now which is fantastic um, it's really great because you just ring up and you go, oh, mate, I've got this thing and it's a blah, blah, blah. And the person you're talking to is like, oh, I so know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hey, I've got this great idea. Why don't you try this? And you're like, oh, solid gold. What a great tip, you know. And yeah. like um, you get a load of electricians together in a room like at maybe the, the conference or an event. And uh, I used to think, oh, that would be so dry and so boring and like I would hate that. But it's totally the opposite. It's, yeah. It's, I'm so surprised and so glad I'm a part of an association because, you know, like I say, you, you're talking with people who know exactly what you're going through. They've been there and there's sometimes guys with a lot of experience, you know, just handing out like reams of like heaps useful information for yeah. free. Yeah. You know, and young guys like yourself who have got a, a take on things that you just haven't thought about before and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's a really great thing. You know, that yeah. technical, you know, something, something like that is, is brilliant. And... um I also have a business mentor, which is, uh, which I think is, I've only done it recently. I so wish I'd have done that when I started my business. Like yeah. that is one of the first things I should have done. Have, so get have you a business. Yeah, yeah, I got several. Yeah, so in different areas. So, I, I think that is just so. It's such a great idea. Yeah. Like I, I look at my business in such a different way now since having a mentor. Yeah. And I utilize all those things like the, the the technical apps and stuff I'm using to suck I use all the reporting on it so you know so I really know what's going I'm so much more in touch with my business yeah having a mentor and knowing where it's going and what I'm doing you know yeah do it like just on that like mentor and association both of those if anyone's listened yeah. to my story before the points where I've been the lowest in life have 
and I've come out of a conference out of the other end, inspired, motivated. I'd say that is the most valuable experience ever. And that's why I started this podcast as well, because I wanted people <laughs> to share their experiences because other electricians are going through the same stuff that you have or have gone through it before. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the conference is so awesome because you're able to meet with people in a relaxed state. That's really important as well. It's not like you hustle bustle. Hey, I need answers yeah. now. Give me an answer. Yeah. Give me an answer. While they're mm. like, I'm busy doing my thing. So yeah, when you get everyone yeah. together, relax. It's not about the business sessions. It's about being there with a group of people that have gone through it before. Yeah. And you come out the other end and like right now we're relaxed. You've, you've taken, you got your heater on, sitting in your yeah. van, you're yeah. out of the rain. And you know we're, we're having a good conversation. That's the same thing mm. that happens at conference. And you come yeah, away with a huge, diverse range of people giving you their advice and mentors. So I've picked yeah. up a bunch of my mentors from conference yeah. and people to yeah. talk to throughout the year. So highly recommend yeah. that. Yeah, so I can't, I can't recommend the conference higher, more highly either. It's, I think yeah. it's a fantastic event. And again, it's just I think you just got to get over that initial, oh, that'll be boring. I don't want to go to that because yeah. it is so valuable and it is not boring and it is no. really, really, really good. So, yeah, and it's hey, like the value. It must be great. Yeah, yeah. But the value <laughs> though, like uh, uh, the big thing that people come back to me is, like, oh, it's too much. Like how, how could you spend much money on it? But honestly, the amount of value you get out of it in terms of connections, yeah. network, mentors, support, everything that comes out of it, you would gladly say that you spent that money afterwards. Yeah, so if you're I thinking think as about well, it, definitely recommend do that. Do it. Yeah, do it. I, I recommend it too. I think as well, you, obviously, you have to make an effort. Like when you're there, you've got to make the effort to speak to people and, you know, get out there and get mixed in with it a bit. Yeah. If you just sit on the side, it's not really going to do you as no, much no. good. You've got to be proactive. Yeah. yeah, you've got to get in there, you know. So. Yeah, cool. But yeah, and um, yeah, the mentors thing, I think that's, again, that's really important. So those those are kind of the three key points, I think, that, that are helping me All right, do cool. as well as I can. So what I'd like to do now is just come back to those three points and maybe we can just um, break it down a little bit for people to get a bit of a, an action plan on what they could do to like, bring those three points into their business. Okay. So we started with people. So what's your process to ensure that you find the right people for your business? Um, yeah, this is, quite, this is one that's taken a while to learn really. But again, I think... It, the real key thing for us in particular has been that it they have to be people you get on with. They have to actually just be people you get on with. When they come in the interview, um, you know, you've got to be they've got to be personable, they've got to be approachable, they've got to be well presented. Yeah. You know, turning up on time for the interview sounds simple, but you know, it, it's so important. I and mean, people don't do it, well, why would you hire them straight away? You yeah. know, it's an easy to eliminate. Yep. I got a great tip from a mentor actually in the last round of interviewing I was hiring some guys and I got down to two guys I really liked um, and I couldn't decide which one to go for so my mentor said to me have a second interview do it in a coffee shop in a bit more of an informal situation yep. at the end of the interview say to the guys I want you to ring me at X o'clock because I just want to have a bit of a chat about how you think today went and send them on their way so at X o'clock, guy one rings on the dot. Straight away rings me. We have a bit of a chat. It's great. Guy two rings me 30 minutes after the time I told him to ring me. 
<laughs> that was a really easy decision. It was such yeah. a great, it's such an easy decision. Yeah. And again, with the mentor, it was great because I, I probably wouldn't have thought about having a second interview. Like, this is yeah. serious stuff. When you're hiring people, take it seriously, you yeah. know? Um, get some good interview questions together. Make them role-based. Make them practical. Like, you know, ask your electrician some stuff like about some testing and some, you know, some situations you know they're going to encounter a lot with you. Yeah. Actual practical questions. Yeah. Get them to a circuit diagram. See how much they know. You know, it is it is important that they know how they do their job. Of course, again, I'll, I'll say this, it's more important that they're a approachable, affable, presentable person. But, yeah, you know, like, make sure they've got the knowledge and they actually do know what they're talking about. Yeah, good question. And, yeah, don't, don't be afraid to have a second interview. Yeah. Take this seriously. This is really serious stuff, especially yeah. in a small business. Take These the people are going to, you know, be right in your face the whole time. And they're customer facing. It's so critical you get the right people. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Uh, we actually set a challenge for our applicants. So like if they like you just said, call me at this time. We get yeah. them to submit a video, and if they mm -hmm. don't submit a video, like they haven't read the job okay. description and haven't followed yeah. orders. So straight away you're yeah. out. They're d deleted. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's ought, a really good one. But it could be a challenge. Like your your application say, call the office at. You know, four o'clock, and then they have yeah. to call at four, or, or else it's a whatever the challenge is. Set, set a challenge, and they've got to complete the challenge, yeah. and then break down questions for um, to un, like find out who they are personally, like you were saying, mm -hmm. and then yeah. the challenges like an RCD fault question is a great yeah. one. Yeah, it like, is a good one. Yeah. Straight away sorts out. I mean, it's simple stuff, right? Yeah. But you'd be surprised how many people get themselves in a real pickle trying to sort it out yeah. so yeah it's a really important one i mean you can teach people as well you know you'll you know, obviously you know this but you know upskilling your staff once you've got them and keeping them interested in their work is another you know is another key point about dealing with your staff at the beginning of every year I say to the guys what do you want to do this year yeah do you want to learn anything new is there any courses you want to go on you know what can we do this year to make to make things keep things interesting keep you in the game keep your focus you know it's really important yeah cool Awesome. So, so that's a really good tip. So, uh, second interview, take the time. What happens if you don't take the time? Have you had an experience where you haven't taken the time and you've hired yeah. out of a reaction yeah. to get someone on quickly? And yeah. what's the, been the consequence of that? It, it never works. It just never works. Like, it, you'd be really lucky to hire someone on Snap and get the right guy. It, it's just so... You know, you get a lot of applications, especially if you're asking for an apprentice. In Victoria, here, if I put an advert out for an apprentice, I'll get 200 applications Whoa. within 24 hours. No problem. Whoa. So that is a lot of, you know, but the odds of that, you've got to get the one guy out of that 200 or the one person out of that 200. That's yeah. the, it's, it's not going to happen by you just meeting someone down the pub and thinking they're all right mm. and then giving them a crack. Yeah. You can try it, right? But it hasn't worked for me. They don't, you know, they're normally gone within six months, those kind of ones. And what's what's the damage and, been on your company because of that? Yeah, well, that's exactly it. You know, you look, they do substandard work or they don't behave in an appropriate manner. Their timekeeping isn't up to scratch. All those things that just sort of really diminish your relationships with your customers. It's no good. Yeah. Got to go. And your personal feeling at work oh, as yeah, well, dealing yeah. with it as the owner. Well, especially if they're like, yeah, because you're in such close contact, you've got to deal with this person you, you're really not digging, you know, and they're not pulling their weight, and it's like, oh. And you've got this whole hassle about then you've got to get them out. Yeah. 
isn't just sometimes we know it isn't always just a case of right you know good off you go there's yeah. got to be a and a process and a, you've got to manage amounts yeah it's more work for you in the, in the end of the day get it right at the beginning and it'll pay you dividends heaps dividends you know mm. yeah get it wrong it's going to cost you yeah time money yeah i 100% support that that's good yeah. tips thanks for sharing mm. that all right no, so right. so apps and software tell us um how did you get into it what was the change what were you doing before before yeah that? well i think like like most guys was just doing the spreadsheets bits of paper job sheets you know paper chain guys just so much room for error and um and and things to go wrong and there's no real it's much easier once things are uh, automated you know getting a system in place is is just so much simpler yeah um we started probably with well we used to have myob in the old days you know back in the old myob and uh oh, on the disk on the computer actually putting it in every single transaction was the yeah. worst yeah yeah <laughs> so you know and now for instance you know you get zero and now obviously i know myob have got a cloud-based thing now and that might work just as well I, i'm not experienced with that but like you know when we got zero and it was like oh yeah your bank accounts automatically load into it yeah and you just tick the box to reconcile yeah oh you beauty <laughs> Yes. What a, you know? Say goodbye that's, to your office like admin game. person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a game. It's like, I can, I mean, um, this will make you laugh. I was on holiday in, the, in, in Europe a couple of years ago, back seeing some of my family, and we went for a trip to Paris. And there's a big queue under the Eiffel Tower to go up the Eiffel Tower. I'm standing there thinking, oh, this is a beautiful day. I'm in Paris. This is lovely, but it's a bit boring. And I was like, I could pay the wages while I was standing here, actually. <laughs> just got on my phone, got on the zero, and, and sorted out the wages while I was just standing in the line for the Eiffel Tower. I was like, God, you just, there's no known you could have done that, you know, five or ten years ago. Yeah. You know, so that's just, that's just great. And then um, through people I've met, um, I've not, you know, there are guys who, once you get this ball rolling, you know, you meet people who say, oh, have you tried this? It bolts on to that. So, for instance, oh, yeah. zero you can bolt on a debt collecting app that will automatically chase people up, which is another job you don't have to do anymore, you know? What one do you use? Uh, as We use the one called Debtor Daddy, yep. which is a mob out of New Zealand. Funny, actually, a lot of these things come out of New Zealand. Uh, yeah. we, have, we use an app called Quotient as well. So when we're doing a quote, it's a thing called Quotient. You put it all in, and it syncs up with Zero and actually drops the quote into Zero, and then you can just convert it into an invoice if you want to use that function, you know? Yeah. But there's so much cross stuff going on. And yeah. if you want to get really fancy, you can get someone to develop an API for you yep. to make some things work with other things. And yeah, yeah I just think it's just brilliant, you know. And it, it's so accessible from all over the place now. It's just brilliant. You don't have to be in your office. There's no such thing as an office really anymore. You don't need one. Yeah, you don't need one. So you really don't. think mobile, think outside the box, look mm. into software. It's yeah, which is key. Heaps of time. Yeah, and when you're running a small business, you know, it's four guys, there are definitely times when I end up on the tools and, um, you know, being able to throw the laptop in the bag like I have done today, you know, and do a bit of work and then when I get a moment, I stop and I can pay attention to things I need to pay attention to just on my laptop. Yeah. Then, and then get back into it again, you know? Yeah, cool. So with the third point, so it was uh, yep. support, so mentors. Yep. So can you tell me, like, yep. how you went about getting your mentor and... Like, is it someone you pay or is it just someone you know that's happy to help you out and how did you go about finding them, the right person for you? Yeah, um, I, I actually, I got my mentor, they actually rang me and um, 
there must have been something about what they were saying to me on the phone was really, you know, lighting up the light bulb for me. And I was like, oh, actually, these people sound sound pretty good, you know. And I also had a friend who did some mentoring. So I, I said to him, oh, look, these guys have approached me and uh, this is who they are. And he, he checked them out for me and he said, no, look, they seem like a pretty serious outfit, you know. You could try them out see how they go. And I checked the pricing with him because getting a mentor isn't always cheap. Yeah. Um, and these guys, I would say, actually are not cheap. They're expensive. And um, and I think I've got something to say about that, which is, and I know you know this as well, actually, which is sometimes you need the pain of paying to make you take something seriously. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it sometimes something someone gives you something for free, you don't really take it as seriously as you as you should. But when someone's really making you pay through the nose for it, man, you pay attention. Yeah. Like you really do get on board. You're like, I'm going to do that. I, he told me to do it. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm paying so, for this. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Make it. And you know, like I would say that the mentors definitely cost me a lot of money. Um, but the upside is, is I've learned a lot of lessons and I'm operating in a different way and I'm more confident in my business. I know so much more about where we're at and that where we're going and I just think that's priceless I really do think that it's totally worth it yeah and and, and that you know that's how I that's this one mentor and actually I might feel that I'm coming to the end of my journey with this particular mentor and then I'm not just going to stop there I'm going to look for someone else with a different skill set and a different idea yeah and, and maybe they won't be as expensive and maybe it might actually just be someone I know through Master Electricians Australia you know yeah yeah who's got some tips for me or some ideas you know so yeah, I just think it's really important that you keep them men, keep mentors going, yep. and seek advice from outside your yeah. own little, you know. I think it's important also to think uh, think value when you're spending money. Like expensive is mm. relative. Like expensive yeah. is like, oh, I'm not used to spending that much money on something. Yeah. But you've got to look at what is the output. So if you put, if you're giving money away, like it might be two thousand dollars a month, then yeah. if you're getting six thousand dollars back, would you do it? Yeah, of course. You like, yeah. yeah, in terms of value, and you got to look at value as in everything, not just dollars back. You got to look at it as like time with your family, time yeah. for yourself, going exercise, yeah. whatever. If you can get that stuff because this person's helping you get there, then that's worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, as well. I think um, being a busy person and running a business. If someone said to you, "Oh, you got to go and do a degree, a business degree," right? That's that's just not going to happen. Yeah. But if someone said to you, "I tell you what." Instead of doing the business degree, I want you to see this guy once a week, once every fortnight for an hour or something, and he's going to help you pretty much get the same skills. Yeah. You're like, well, I'll do it that way because I can make that work. Yeah. You know? And it's practical and it's going to be actually just about my business. It's not going to be a generic course about business in general. It's going to be really specific to me. It's actually, you know, to me, that's a, that's a better way to go. I never went to university or anything like that. So this is like a... This is like a backdoor way of learning the skills I might like have learned if I did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I agree. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, what I would like to dive into is yeah. being a four-man or person personnel company. Yep. What has been your biggest challenge and or mistake that you yeah. could share, and how yeah. can people prevent <laughs> that from happening? Yeah, right, okay. This is like all in one because I made a mistake and then it compounded and became a problem and then became the biggest challenge. Oh, right, cool. All right, so good. <laughs> my mistake, and, and this is a really easy one to make, is 
not checking out someone properly before I started doing some work for them. So a builder, okay, seemed like a nice guy. Uh, project value two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you know, which is pretty big, big enough job for four people operation, you know. Yeah. And uh, a simple ASIC search would have revealed that this guy had been already someone had tried to wind him up, wind his company up, right? Which probably would have been a huge red flag to me. And I would have said, I'm not, I don't want the work. You know, mm. I'll step away from that job. Yeah. So that was my mistake. I didn't check my credit. Didn't check the credit history of someone who I was about to do a lot of work with. <sighs> so then, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> then what happened is, guess what? He didn't pay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, At all? So the, or just like the big no, one? Paid, or? A, paid a bit and then all of a sudden the wheels really fell off. And uh, before you know it, and it's really easy to do this, and uh, this is only a small amount. Guys with big companies will tell you this is not a problem. Before I knew it, he owed me $100,000, which, which to me is a big number. And uh, I was getting all the, I'll pay it soon, and I've got this problem with this, and I've got this problem because the, the, the client's not doing that. And I was getting just a huge list of excuses. And... Um, so eventually I thought, this is going nowhere. I'm going to have to get serious about it. So I went through the security of payments process. Yep. And I got judgment and it all, everything found in my favor. There was no, you know, no problem on our off. It, it all found in our favor. So we got a judgment, still wasn't paying. So I went to a lawyer, actually a really good lawyer called Doyle's Construction um, yep. here in Melbourne. And I think they're actually uh, Australia-wide. Okay. And they advised me. And we pulled some money out of his account directly. We, uh, we, we put a winding up order into the court and we sent the bailiffs around to his place of work to collect goods to the value of, you know? Right. Um, and it was actually the bailiff that did it. Like once the bailiffs had been around and put all the stickers on all his computer equipment and stuff in the office, which really is, wasn't going to even amount to like, I don't know, $10,000. Huh. But it took away his ability to do business because once we remove all those things, He's got none of his equipment that he needs to operate. Yeah. So that night he rang me and said, I'll pay. Oh my God. Got, so he had the money. He just didn't want to pay it. I think he was on the next job using the next. He landed another job and he was using that one to pay me, uh. which is something you've got to be very careful of because there's a clawback clause in the bankruptcy laws. So I still took a loan from the bank to cover the $100,000 in case some point in the next six months he fell over and his bank came at me to get that money back off me, which they're completely, you know, they're allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, so that was a really, really, really stressful six to nine months. Like, wow. it, horrible. It affected yeah. me. It affected my family. It affected my staff. It affected my suppliers. I mean, I... I busted my gut to make sure I, everyone I owed money got paid, and uh, I did do that. So I was—I yeah. felt good about that. But like, it was just so miserable. You think about it every minute of every day. You just—you just—it just so feels so personal and so such so, such. So, you know, really, it's really not good. Yeah. So but that's an understatement. Not good is such an understatement. Yeah. So my advice would be, um, one. Get get like get with a credit company and get some terms and conditions sorted out. Yep. Two, actually utilize the credit checking facility they offer you, and get your customers to sign work authorization forms and be persistent about it. Because yep. if they don't want to sign the form, why not? Yeah, 
Why not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why don't you want to sign this form? If it's a quote, that's how much it's going to cost. You already know it's going to cost that much. You've yep. got to have the money in the bank to pay for it. If you're not signing the form, why not? Yep. You know, don't don't do any work for someone who's not going to sign the form or doesn't want to play ball. Yep. Um, and then if you do find yourself in a situation where someone's not paying, even though you've done your due diligence, they're not your friend. Don't wait around for people to pay you or to come good or because you. I've been there. You go through a bit of a fantasy scenario in your head. Well, maybe like they'll pay at the end of the month and then it'll be okay. So I'll yeah. just get this bit of the job finished and then they'll see that's finished and then they'll pay me for that. And and they'll tell you things as well. People will tell you lies. People yep. will lie to you really heaps. Yeah. So don't, don't take any nonsense. Once someone starts not paying, follow the proper process with the security of payments. Stop work. Don't do another thing. And get on with getting on with the action yeah. don't wait it's really important you don't wait and you just get into them and yeah. don't worry about don't worry about offending people stuff them yeah. you know they're not paying you get into them yeah you know and i think it's really important that because i hear a lot people talk to me about it a lot because obviously it's very commonplace yep and every time i talk to someone about this story they've always waited and waited and waited hoping that it's going to be okay oh, man like, don't even it's going to be started okay. on that so yeah. some people some people will just lead you on for so long. You've got to oh. value your own self. Like yeah. this is the thing. Yeah. Like and you got to value that you're a valuable company and if you want yeah. people to work if you want you have to make it clear to them if you want us to work for you, we're a good company. If you want us to work for you, you need to pay your bills on time. That's right. Yeah. Make it very clear to them. Clear cut exactly. black and white. Yeah. And you're right about that. It really is a like uh, it is about your self-worth in some ways, you know. Mm. People don't. People start second-guessing themselves and thinking, well, maybe I didn't do this right, or maybe I didn't do that quite well enough. Or no, 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 it's not about you. If you've done your job and you've done it properly, they're just a toad, yeah. and they're trying it on. And people, and you know what? They're in a position to do it. They've got your money, mm -hmm. so you know you, you're the one who's now going to have to do all the running. So you're going to have to do it and get on with it quick. Don't don't mess around waiting for someone to suddenly be a nice guy and pay you. Yep. That's not going to happen. That's right. Yeah. Cool. And when should someone, when do you, would you feel would be appropriate value of job that you mm -hmm. recommend that you like definitely get someone to sign this credit well, form? It's going to cost you, what, 10 to 20 grand to get anything back out of someone if you have to go outside the Security of Payments Act. So pretty much 20 and above is a, is a given. But yep. I mean, Really, I don't. I don't do this, and this is something I'm going to work on. Every customer every should job. be signed into your every job. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's eighty bucks or two hundred thousand bucks. Yep. Everyone should be signed in on your terms of conditions. Yep. If you've got a ta if you've got an app and you you guys are out there doing work on an app, then you've got the facility yep. to say customer signature, and all it yep. says is I agree to the terms and conditions of this. Yep. And even if it's a two hundred dollar bill. You want mm -hmm. them to sign it because what you can do is send them a photo of their signature. Hey, yeah. look what you signed. You're yeah, responsible that's... for all of the collection costs. It's going to be an extra 50% on top of your bill yeah. if you don't pay by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I mean, you know, you do have to talk to your credit people about that and making sure that you've made sure um, that the customer has actually read your terms and conditions. And yep. you've got to make that's unfortunately, this, this is one of the only areas in business where actually paper is still king. Because if you've got the terms and conditions and it's a, and it's there and they've signed at the bottom in ink on paper, 
that really is solid gold. Yeah, stack of... some, You have to be a little bit careful with your with your apps and stuff that it 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 demonstrates that they've clearly read them and signed it, and it is them and the same person, because otherwise there's a bit of a grey area. But you could talk to a credit consultant about that or a mercantile agent. Yeah, and def- they'll they'll put you in the right direction for that one. Yeah, definitely. But that's have one of my goals. Sure. Get that sorted out. Cool. Mm. Awesome. Well, thanks, Ryan. I think that's all that you had time for today, but I really appreciate you coming on. I think there's a lot of value in there for people. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to, to, to put out to the industry before you leave? Yeah. Uh, talk to each other. Say hello to other Sparkies in your wholesaler. Um, let's, let's be a, a community together, raising the game and, uh, and, and making people around Australia realise we're a valuable and respectable trade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks again. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Have a good day. All right. Catch you later. Cheers. Hey, Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Just a reminder, use the promo code P-O-D-C-A-S-T, podcast, all in capital letters, at checkout at the Electrician Success Academy to get a lifetime 10% off for being one of our awesome listeners here at the Electrician Success Podcast. Anyway, have a fantastic day. I hope you're crushing it out there. And I'll see you in the next episode.